Schmannel. 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 Hello and welcome to Panel Schmannel, where non-experts talk nonsense. Today's Schmannelists are Steve. Hello. Jen. Hello. <laughs> and David. Hello. My name's Rachel, and I'm the moderator. There's also, wait a minute, there is a, a sound engineer. Steve's talking today, we're letting him. Hi. And <laughs> occasionally glancing at the computer, making sure that it didn't explode for no reason. We'll let you know if it explodes. Should all that smoke be coming out of it? <laughs> yeah. Steve, is the screen supposed to be blue? Do they have blue screens of death these days? <laughs> yes, they do. They do. They do. Oh god, I haven't seen one in so many years, I don't want to jinx it. <laughs> I have. <laughs> Alright, as you all know, if our schmelis displease me for any reason whatsoever, I'll be shooting with a Nerf gun. If I run out of bullets, I'll be throwing the Nerf gun at them. And we'll Sean's, sign Sean some homework, even though he's not here, and we'll link to it on our website, panelschmelis.com. Today's topic is art! We're going to talk about art! Yay! Yay! Yeah. Are you kidding? <laughs> oh, you're so intelligent, you and, and yet unrefined. <laughs> I'm just being contrarian. Yeah, I know. We know who's you getting nerfed first. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna start off with if you could walk into any painting, which one would it be? You got to point to one of us, lady. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're all ready to go. Are you really ready? Yes. Are you ready, Jen? Yes. All right. Eeny, meeny, miny, miny. Oh, for Pete's sake. <laughs> School of Athens by Raphael. Ooh. Oh, man. That guy could really ninja some turtle stuff. Damn straight. <laughs> okay. That one's interesting, though. Well, well why? Because of the crowd that is in that painting. I'll, I mean, the, Oh, my goodness. The, Go in there with, like, a, like a little... Uh, stenographer like recording thing and just be like tell me about everything yes i like it yes i mean it just yes Lust. let me look up who was in that painting um while you okay talk. so for everyone's edification like describe the painting i think we're going to need to do that for this i'm looking it up um well basically it's like a, it's a bunch of famous old dead romans and greeks all, all of these paintings will be up on the website we'll sure. make sean yeah. link to all of them Yes, it, it, it is uh, like a, Socrates, a Michael. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, of like it's the Greeks, ancient. Right? Yeah, yes, it's Greeks. Th so, that's the one, I think. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, and it, and it's basically it's a who's who of like ancient philosophy and um, interesting like people and thinking. Bingo. Yeah. So it's essentially a bunch of. It's what this never happened in real life. Well, no, 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 of course not. You couldn't get all those people together. Well, they weren't all alive at the they same time. They weren't alive at the same time, exactly. What, are, what about Bill and Ted? Well, I don't even think they got them together all at the same time. They got some of them. That would they have been a great Socrates movie. They got Socrates and Sigmund Freud together. That's true. <sighs> I love Socrates. <laughs> Bunch of old dead dudes. <laughs> um, excellent. Yeah, it's one of... It'd be, it's what... <laughs> I just automatically wanted to respond with "be excellent" and party um, on, dude. Party on. Wait, uh, that's, that's Wayne's World. All right, this, no, that's Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. No, that's the quote for the movie. Be excellent to each this other. This is nothing to do with Wayne. Why aren't you shooting either one of them? Probably should. Uh, the School of Athens is, according to Wikipedia, just so you know, okay. So, School of Athens is one of the most famous frescoes by Italian Renaissance artist Raphael. It was painted between uh, 1509 and 1511 as a part of Raphael's commission to decorate the rooms now known as the Stanza di Raffaello in the Apostic Palace in the Vatican. Um, Apostic Palace. Right. The School of Athens representing philosophy... And blah 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 blah. Well, you show a bunch of philosophers and mathematicians. I know. Just tell me who's in it. And doctors and. Oh God! Why are they so wordy? Because it's Wikipedia. I got stuff to say, man. Yeah, who's in it? 
Uh, Zeus of Citium, Epicurus, uh, Pythagoras, Alexander the Great, Xenophon, Parmenius, Socrates, Michelangelo as Heraclitus, Leonardo da Vinci is depicted as Plato, uh, Aristotle, and Diogenes. Do you think wow. if you were in that painting, you'd be talking to Plato or to Leonardo? Well, it's Leonardo playing Plato, so it's like an acting gig for Leonardo da Vinci, I guess. I heard that he actually... I'm only here for the paycheck. (laughs) (laughs) I I heard that he could sing well. Really? Yeah. Like, on top of being, like, a genius in the arts and in engineering and all this other stuff, like... Are you talking about Leonardo or are you talking about Plato? Leonardo. Well, I I think it would be Plato. I think if you're walking into this painting, you're going to be talking to Plato. Okay. Because it's just Leonardo's image right. as Plato. Who would you rather talk so, to? Though? So Leonardo Plato. DiCaprio okay. playing well, well, Plato? Well, me personally? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Leonardo. Yeah, be like, <laughs> let's stop. Yeah. Plus, apparently... Tell me about your glazing techniques, please. Well, apparently he was, like, very uh, handsome as well, as by the standards of the age. He could sing well, plus all of the rest. I mean, like, basically, he rolled nothing but natural 20s oh. on, like, everything and he's on his character sheet. Still never got an Oscar, though. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. But he did make Mona Lisa smile. Now you know why. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. But. <laughs> you couldn't see what was under the skirt. Oh, Walking away. I, I I think the innuendo was implied, and you just were like, nope, nope. Let's no, let's just it's, beat it's this subtle enough. Beat this point home. Yeah. Yes. If I could walk into a painting and talk to the participants of this painting, that's the that's the one I would want because as a as an artist uh, type person and having studied art history and classics. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, it's like a Pavlovian effect. Uh, school School of Athens, drool. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, so Steve's looking something up. So while he's doing that, David. What? Did you guys not come prepared with your favorite paintings? If I could walk into a painting, um, probably want to walk into uh, Munch's The Scream and ask the guy, dude, what's up with your face? Uh, <laughs> Just that, just to, just to do that. There's a Dali piece I want to walk into because somebody's got to mop up these freaking clocks, man. They got everywhere. I love that. I love the clock. It's like, oh, is this a pancake or a clock? Just, just like, I just want to taste it and see what it tastes like. Um, serious answer though. Okay. I came, up, I came up with clocks. a couple goofs. Uh, I, I would want to like the paintings that I've, I really loved, and I, I forgot everything I learned in art history. Um, but one of the painters that I just adore is Roger Dean. Um, and he's he's the guy who did all of the album art for all of the Yes albums, and they're Super just these sci-fi. sweet, beautiful pictures of like these kind of alien-ish landscapes. But just I can't even describe. Like I'll I'll, I'll pull we'll we'll have some of his work on the website. But yes, Sean Wells stuff, <laughs> just cool stuff like that. here. I'll show some examples to the people around, so I'm not just. He has a beautiful way with atmosphere mm-hmm. and perspective. See, let me well, see. Let me see, let me see. Uh, the moderator demands. The moderator demands. Yeah. They're like familiar, but a little alien at the same time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or if you just search for Yes album covers, they're all beautiful. I think he did John Anderson's solo work as well. And then. Um, he's just a cool dude, and he's still alive, actually. So, but yeah, was, I don't think I want to go into most sci-fi art. Sci-fi like, art's cool. Prob- well, I mean, if you're a dude, sure. If you're um, a chick, you're gonna end up in a chainmail bikini. Then there's then there's Giger's paintings, which are the ones that I would want to end up in the least. <laughs> yeah, run away, run away. I would never want to walk into a Geiger painter. Yeah, a Giger painter, however you pronounce it. I think that's it's beautiful. Geiger. It's Geiger. Yeah. It's Geiger. Yeah. It's Geiger. Yeah, that that sounds like asking for trouble. Here's a question: In this hypothetical, can you die when you visit, or are you just sort of like floating around? You're. I'm assuming you can survive in this magical attempt to walk into a painting. Okay. Well, no, no, survive to get in. 
I'm wondering if you can get killed by something in the painting. I think you can. We're going to assume that you are actually physically in the painting. Like, you have entered it like it is a portal. Like so Hieronymus Bosch is Narnia. out. <laughs> yeah. D- don't, don't, don't do Hieronymus Bosch. <laughs> For a multitude of reasons, really. Like, do you really want to get a close-up of all the weirdness that's going on there? No. Even if you end up on the correct triptych. Like, the, even it's if you weird. on the correct one or the nice one, you're still, yeah, it's no good. Okay, so, are you ready for mine? So, yeah, because Jin was going to interact with her, and I guess Dave's just going through a stroll in weird landscapes. I, they're just so cool. I, I would love to just explore right crazy just alien landscapes. Chilling. Yeah, strolling in. Talking. Interacting. Yeah. This isn't the other question. Yeah. Um... Yeah. I th- okay so in the 70s early early 70s um NASA worked with a guy named uh Rick Guidis or Guidis I'm probably screwing up the name um uh, who was a architectural uh, artist and they commissioned him to make a huge number of uh somewhere between fanciful and realistic uh space habitats um arcs essentially that could house you know 10,000 people and they ended up being these just beautiful um, gardens in space more or less with like um, rotating gardens and like there were these little like villages in parts and there's people like basically living this idyllic uh, life with big collars and because everyone like who's depicted in these like colonies still has like the seventies fashion and everything, so they st- everyone still has bell bottoms in space, um, which is kind <laughs> they've of they've got the little bubble helmets. Yeah, and they're just walking around. You know, mm-hmm. But there's like these idyllic little villages, and there's like clouds and these giant uh, <clears throat> cylinders, and and there's farms, and it's just amazingly but cool. Space. But in space, and it but not house. only is do you have this sort of like really cool and obviously they managed to make society function at some level um but it's just it means that like humanity at that point will have figured a lot of stuff out that right now doesn't feel like it's gonna figure out thanks trump yeah and it'd be fun like it'd just be like look they we, we figured it out and the thing about these that's really cool is that there was actual like uh there was some speculative science married to some realistic science and then they hired somebody who deals in architecture to paint all of them. So they weren't just, you know, Buck Rogers. Right. right. Someone who would think about the actual technology. Uh, yeah. I mean, they would, you know, give themselves uh, certainly. There's some engineering behind is what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure that they, uh, they gave themselves many licenses for creativity, but nonetheless, it would be just so cool, like, to be able to well. pop into one of these, like, Dyson spheres or whatever, and just check it out. So, and and honestly, a lot of the creativity you get with future tech breeds the future tech. I mean, think about how many things that we have now because Asimov or mm-hmm. Gene Roddenberry Absolutely. or one of these people dreamed it up and thought this this is what we're going to have in the future, and then somebody went, "Hey, I think we I can invent that." that. Yes. How, how would I? How do we get from here to there? Yeah. Well, yeah, but it's like, think about how much stuff in Star Trek we have now. We have video communications that you can sure. just talk to people. We've well, got... The flip, fo- the flip phone form factor... Exactly. ...happened basically because of Star Trek, not because of any practical consideration. They, it was not a form following a function. It was a form following Star Trek. You wanted to flip open your phone and say, Kirk to Bridge. Kind of. Mwah. Yeah. I mean, we, we eventually got to the, the candy bar... Form factor, you know. Which after is, I will say, I it's, I have a problem with everything. Like I put it in my purse, and everything that jostles around my purse and turns it on, and it does strange things. And I'm just like, I don't know how I got this on my phone. Mm, I miss my flip phone for that. It's true. They still make them. I don't miss it that much. Don't you lock it there though? It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, my purse is magic. Okay. I understand. Magic librarian purse. Got it. <laughs> Your Kleenex pack in there knows your uh, unlock code. Apparently. Please, video, pull it out and I'll be like, that that was not supposed to happen. On I my just phone. I just texted somebody pictures of gerbils and I don't know how. 
Either that or I really cats. don't want to see your uh, your web history. <laughs> if, that's, if that's something that like is a is a hazard in your life, no. I uh, text to people gerbils I don't know how. <laughs> yes, I've never done that, but that's good. I'm glad to hear that. But yeah, no, I, I'd be running around in a in a space fantasy world, and it'd be fun. It'd be sweet. See, there are sci-fi paintings you want to be a part of. The good ones. Yeah, yeah, particularly the idyllic ones. <laughs> Not the you not know, the Geiger ones. Not the Geiger ones. <laughs> I, I would like to keep my uh, stomach alien free. Not any of the gore covers. Yeah, yeah no, I, no gore. I'm like, yeah, no, no uh, everything by but no. Giger is freaky. It's Geiger. It, it's Giger. Is it? Yeah. I, no. What? I've, Sean, mm. look this up for us. Yeah. Sean homework. Sean homework. No, I, I remember I looked it up because I'd been saying Geiger all my life, and then I discovered I was wrong, and I was very embarrassed about it. So, hmm. well, it's also Goch, but nobody says that here. Yeah, that's true. You have to like hock up a little every time you say it. I refuse. He was Yiddish. <laughs> so, what if you had to live in a painting? Would it still be the same painting? Would you pick a different painting? I would pick a different painting. Different painting for sure. I can't Probably. say I would. Roger Dean <laughs> makes some amazing, cool landscapes. It'd I don't be, know. I'd... It seems like you might get eaten by something in one of those landscapes, though. Maybe. I, it'd be, I'd... But he could go live in Fraser's Castle. Fraser's Castle. Yeah, yeah, yeah there we castles go. Castles don't have, like, AC and running water. No. And... They don't I, need AC. I mean, maybe I'd, maybe I'd go with your space thing of the future, you know, because then I'm I just could... like, at least they've got, like, working toilets. Space toilets. Something to be said for space toilets. Yes. We can. Oh, I thought we established that those were teleporters. <laughs> we did. There's Our no space toilets. Why, why wouldn't they just be disintegrators? Uh, listen you know to what? the. Yeah, there's another episode where a lot of time was gleefully spent on the logistics of why Star Trek only had one bathroom in, like, marked in the Enterprise schematics. Wait, really? Yeah. Was it really? Yeah. Jeez. It was sort of like a room of requirement, but for your butt. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. That would be terrible to have the room of requirement be the bathroom, because you're like, I have to walk past it three times, and now I really have to go. (laughs) Listen to the other. I I think I've listened to it. I I think I know what you're talking about. It's been a while, though. So, would you live in one specific painting? Are you saying you would prefer just to live in that person's style of painting? I mean, could I painting hop, or or do I have to pick a specific one to live in? I think you have to pick a specific one. We're assuming they're not all the same university's painting. Well, yeah, no, no, no. Okay, well, let me think of like a specific painting that I really want to live in. Okay, well, while he's working on that, well, I mean, do I either of you know which painting you'd live in? I mean, in? the space one would be awesome. Mm-hmm. But... Until asteroids crashed into it. There's no... No, things are working fine. No, you what's just, your you, space you, one's you, name? I need a little triangle ship to deal with that. Uh, I was oh. thinking that, like, similar to my thing with uh, how... If I had to live in a movie, like the Police Academy movies was, were a good pick mm-hmm. just because it seemed like it would be not such a dangerous place to live. Mm-hmm. I'd Pretty much any Bob Ross painting would work <gasps> for me. Happy trees? Yeah. Happy trees. I mean, you're out. I mean, like, ha- nothing bad happens in a Bob Ross freaking painting. <laughs> like, everything <laughs> no. is happy. There's happy trees. There's fluffy clouds. There's happy mountains. There's pretty streams. Like, and by all rights, it's the exact same universe. Yes, I, and there's no reason to like pick yeah. any particular one. He's painting like I'm not sure he didn't paint the same thing five times. He coulda, yeah. Although he did uh, paint one in black and white when a uh, colorblind uh, reader wrote to him, or watch uh, viewer wrote to him, oh, that was just nice. to show that like. That didn't matter. He could still enjoy painting, regardless. Without color, because he was an A plus human being. But but like, yeah, yeah, Yeah. and it's all the same universe. It's (laughs) um, it's the same universe, and you could just like go to these nice places. And I, I, I suspect that no one hungers or thirsts in his universe. Like nobody's happy trees take care of everyone. Kind of, yeah. I mean nobody's mauled by like horrible space creatures in a Bob Ross painting. You're right. See, and that's one of those things I think you have to 
have to consider when thinking about living in a painting. Um, the other thing I think is truly important to consider, you wiggled your eyebrow at me, sir. <laughs> How distracting. Um, is, is the style of the painting. I'll have you know I waggled. I waggled my... Not wiggled. My bad. Um, like, I love the idea of visiting the School of Athens to talk about, talk to all of those mm. amazingly intelligent people, but uh, I, I wouldn't want to live in that style of painting. I think it's beautifully rendered by Raphael. It's very, very classic. I, I respect, I love classics. I've tried to learn that style, um, but I would not want to, I would not want to live there for style reasons and the fact that I'm a girl. They they didn't think a whole lot of me. Uh, I think they'd just be that insufferable. But you'd be like super tall like an Amazon to them. I would, I would. And, and I, w I would possibly make a good... You could take them. Good deal as a model. No, or you could just beat them up. I could be a cross-dresser. <laughs> they might never know. Like Socrates, the little man, like starts like acting up. You can take them. Well, I mean, is, does the Nogi. does the rest of Greek society live in that background behind the painting? <laughs> well, I imagine that world. Well, we'll see. That's just it. Like, is it's there more? so many people. I'm, I imagine there's probably a, an amalgam of the world, mm -hmm. but in all of these worlds, women are still not necessarily first class citizens. They still aren't today. So hey. Also, is there running water? <laughs> Mm. Yeah. Let's talk <laughs> about bathrooms. Um, I mean, so, I don't, I don't want to keep bringing it back there, but that is a serious concern. It is. <laughs> yeah. But I would, I would actually kind of maybe forgo running water. So the painting I would probably choose to live in is Life's Legacy, which is actually a Magic the Gathering card. Um, let's see. Nerd let's see. points. That's fantastic. Nice. I want. It has a unicorn in it, and it's so whimsically rendered and so i think that there would be other fantastically mm. magical creatures and yes there would probably be some wicked creatures too i was gonna say like some of them glowing think... magic lemons too yes i'm not sure why lemons well maybe maybe they're not lemons okay maybe they're not lemons maybe they're quince maybe, maybe they're quince or sunfruits or some sort of uh plumat or maybe there's some sort of fruit that we could not conceive of in our normal non-magical world. Exactly. See, because, because this is yeah, it seems it's a likely growing out of a unicorn. Yeah, it so seems it probably. Clearly, is not going to be not your been, normal typical. Yeah, it's not I would eat the hell out of those level. magical fruit because <laughs> um, like it's coming cream. out of a unicorn. Um, I love unicorns. <laughs> still, doesn't? still. Were you a Lisa Frank kid? No, fuck Lisa Frank. Oh, sorry. Language. <laughs> She didn't get shot, but she had instant remorse on her face. Well, and those but, were not really, yeah. I just, eh. yeah, yeah, a little too cutesy. So the question is whether or not the unicorns would like you back. Right. Because they, no. they're pointy uh, in places. and that, Obviously. That can, that can be bad. Right. Your, like, and face. I'm no innocent virgin here. No. So... Uh, who knows? Who knows what they would be about? I think he's got a tree grow from his back. He's a little distracted. You could take him. <laughs> I wouldn't want to take him. I want to be like, love me. Here, apples and sugar cubes and. Pets. But but my point being is that I would I would want to live someplace absolutely beautiful and fantastical, and with unicorns. Oh. With, with unicorns. Yeah. So yes, Howard Cute. Lyons. You did a beautiful job on Life's Legacy. Magic the Gathering hires beautiful, beautiful artists to do beautiful work. May I make a suggestion then? Sure. I think you'd do okay in Searching for Dragons. The cover art? Yeah. Does that count? Like... The Enchanted Forest Chronicles by Patricia C. Reedy. Does cover art count? Sure, why not? If I can use a Magic the Gathering card as a painting, yeah. I feel yeah. like you can use cover well, art. I mean, it's like, all painting. It's it's a beautiful piece of art, whether or not... Okay, but I will say this. I've never felt like any of the one covers for that series has done the series justice. Hmm. They've been okay and interesting in their own right, but none of them have matched up to the magnificence in my head. Why, Rachel? 
Do you have opinions about that series? Shush you. Dave, do you still want to go with the Yes album? Have you picked your... your... Yeah, I don't know. Now I'm trying to think because I'm like, well, cover art's good because that's... deprived. I know, he's, I know, he's, he's like, I know books way more. Which Star Wars cover do I which, which Boba Fett that, Star Wars then cover I, do Then I when I include comic books, it's just like, oh man, I want to live in Atomic Robo's world with Atomic Robo because it's pretty much like our world except Atomic Robo is in it. Uh, and that's Scott. I don't know if that's his last name. I don't Wegener, know, but would Wegener he care who you were? I mean, like, that doesn't matter. It'd just be cool to live in those same worlds okay. as Atomic well, Robo. It's like, you know, some of these worlds could be pretty cool, but like... There's nothing to indicate that the movers and shakers of that universe would care at all. It doesn't matter. It'd just be cool to live in the same that world as the them. Point. Uh, yeah. Right. It's, and and we know that living if, in that world, the beauty of the world. Cthulhu mm-hmm. ever explodes out of H.P. Lovecraft's head, that there'll be an atomic robot to stop him, and the world won't get destroyed. That is useful. Yeah. So there you go. Mm. Yeah. Sometimes it's, it's nice to live in a world. Like if you could live in Superman's world, wouldn't you feel a little safer? No. No. Definitely not. Having Superman in the world is like painting a big glowing target of go test your strength in that world. Yeah, you don't live in Metropolis. It's like saying, I don't live in Batman's world. No. No, well, I mean, maybe you do, but don't live in Gotham City if you do. Yeah. Well, but the. Superman isn't the problem usually, unless you're doing, what is it, Injustice? And then you've got other problems. Yeah, it's Luther. Um, But like. Yeah, he comes bundled with some stuff. Yeah. It's way, like, offsetting. Like, his... Superman's not the problem. Doomsday's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> or, you, or you have a problem, like, with um, Transformers. Oh, that sounds nice. Oh, I'm in a building in Chicago. That's... Rats. Oops. <laughs> and, you know, they have, like, a big wrestling match where, you know, Optimus Prime goes on a long soliloquy about the preciousness of human life while destroying an entire city and killing hundreds of thousands of people during his monologue about the preciousness of human life. You're like, I'm just driving this new semi that I got recently, and all of a sudden I'm, uh, it transforms and I'm squished inside. Can you please drag Megatron out to the Great Lakes or something? Just move the fight maybe away from the, you know, special effects budget? That's that's why Dragon Ball Z was always like, hey, let's just fly to another planet and fight there. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I don't By know. fight, we mean ten episodes later, we decided not to fight at all and be friends. Well, yeah, but they had to yell a lot first. <laughs> yeah, I could not get past that. Just, what, just the episode long? Just, oh! Yeah. <laughs> that was... <laughs> he was muting the effect. You've seen DBZ, right? Hmm? It's unbearable. Anyways. <laughs> it's... The, the, it has many it's, devoted it's the, fans who have yes it does who, who have have made their case to me in many ways and I just I it's I don't begrudge them either <laughs> she's gonna shoot us all it's a little too ridiculous art. art people art that's <laughs> a, like, that is a cartoon it is entirely drawn by artists and and whether or not it has any artistic value is entirely debatable <laughs> she's got a point there very little artistic value sorry dudes well drawn. The plot Bullpucky. was ridiculous. No. 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 It's not even good animation. No, you're right. It's terrible, terrible animation. Oh. oh. And a lot of the characters look exactly like each other. That's true. Okay, yeah, never mind. I, I take back. Everything I wasn't thinking when that, I said that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. The, the biggest... Okay. The only thing that I, I will close with, the only thing that DBZ has to take credit for is that it k- kickstarted the uh, it, it br- puberty of a wide lot uh, of people and with it, Bulma. It got a lot of people interested in anime in sure in the U.S. But it's not. Yeah, it got good. people interested in anime. That's what it has to do. Yeah. Kickstarting puberty. It's kickstarting puberty. DBZ comics. stunted my interest in puberty. I was like, <laughs> that's anime. No, thank you. Check, please. I got started with Ghost in the Shell. Oh, it was a good way to get started. Now that's a problem. Was amazing everything went piece of downhill art. For, it was like this is amazing. Everything else is not as good. That is not true. Miyazaki is wonderful. Yes. Miyazaki mm-hmm. is good. But I, but I was. This was before like the internet was much of a thing, so you couldn't just like look up the top ten blank. You had right. All right. So moving back to oh, art, Miyazaki. we're gonna talk about paintings now. Sorry, we got into cartoons. Just like slurping sounds, Mr. Sound Engineer. I reserve the right to do that, yes. Did you just swear on two? I, no, I, I, I totally uh, second that. That was adorable. It was. Continuing. 
Um, yeah, we're talking about living in paintings, and Dave didn't have a particular one, apparently. We're just um, double-checking that. Atomic Robo. <laughs> Alright, moving on. I just picked a comic. We're no longer living in a painting. No. Alright, so you can be the next greatest artist, but you're only gonna be famous after you're dead. Would you do it anyway? Like, until then, you're a pauper. Well, here's the thing. All of us are doing creative things without much expectations of being famous anyway, so I don't really see a downside <laughs> to saying... Because I don't think any of us really expect to be super famous, so this doesn't really change anything. It, basically, the only difference is that we'd be famous afterwards, where now we don't really expect we to be famous We have no guarantee we think so. Right, so what creative things are y'all doing? I mean, are you saying that... I want to I wanna sound off. How about we make a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Smart Alex. I'm going to shoot you. I'm going to shoot you. Uh, I'm yeah. a graphic designer, and I write music. Yeah. Jen... Um, I paint and do photography. I do improv, voice acting, stage acting, music, pretty much every kind of performance, performing art that I can think of. Mm -hmm. Yep. Have you done performance art? Like? Like dancing naked with jello all over you through a street? (laughs) (laughs) That's called performance art? No, when the cops arrested me, they just called it. Anyway. uh, Yeah, thank you. there was no, jello, I, I, sir. I have, I have not done what can just simply be categorized by performance art and not, <laughs> like, I, I don't know. No, I, I, I know what you're saying, and I don't think I've done anything like no, that. I don't think you have. I have I've, had to I've ask. done the more formal kinds. Like, I, there's a few things I haven't done that I want to, like stand-up comedy. Um, I, I tried that. Nice. It was fun. I wanted. I wrote a routine. I just haven't like gotten it up on stage yet. So there are plenty of places all over too. So it's it's not a yeah. It's not a so matter like, of not having the opportunity. Were you totally, like, nerve wracked while you're doing it, or you're just like, no, I got this. Oh, I was nerve wracked. It was terrifying. Like as terrifying as doing burlesque, almost. Mm-hmm. You are naturally make- funny though, so that helps. What? I said you are naturally funny though, so that helps. Weren't? You oh, are naturally, naturally funny. Oh, okay. Sorry, I'm not. I'm. I'm. I don't have good hearing. That's okay. <laughs> Just need that to he be clarified. Squish right. that together. Yes. All right. I'm Sorry. like, I'm like, say it again. I say it again. <laughs> Tell me. Tell I, me again. I don't know if you're talking about speak very clearly. I don't remember anything at all. Yeah, no, I don't see a downside on that question. No, if you said, well, if well, like she said, she was like, until then, you're a total popper. If she's saying we'd be fam- like really famous after, but she's taking away all of our success now, any success we have now, Don. that's different. God, you so, can't make a living doing art anymore. So it's more the, uh, oh, who was it? Was it Van Gogh who did? Gogh. Who toiled in obscurity? Um, yeah, it was Van Gogh. Okay. Um, uh, sure. Um, like, Franz Kafka. Yeah. Not a painter, but a writer. You know, the sort of <sighs> thing where you're like, Buku famous, everybody knows who he is now, but... At the time. No, yeah, Van Gogh died, died pretty penniless and alone kind of thing. And... Mm-hmm. But that's why they had that Doctor Who episode where he took him and showed him all the paintings and how famous he was, oh, yeah. and it was super sweet. And I cried. Everybody cried. It was like the Futurama episode oh, with Fry's dog. Everyone clip. cried. Yeah, I cried. I cried. It was just the tiny little clip, and I cried. Oh man, no, that was just beautiful. All right, so you are explicitly unsuccessful and die a little bit early due to malnutrition and depression. She did not say die <laughs> so, Well, I mean, let's face it. Like, if you have zero success, like, I mean, are you allowed to be, like, an accountant during this time? Or, like, yeah. are you just, like, okay, There's so that's really not There's a famous poet who was an insurance salesman. Hmm. Didn't, I mean, he was okay during his time, but he's more well-known as a poet now. Yeah. I mean, exactly. I could deal with that. I don't know about, like... Dying penniless in a gutter. I'm just like trying no. to think of poems of the insurance salesman right now in my head. I'll find one for you. You'll be like, what? Just this beautiful poetry about. No, I wouldn't want to die penniless in a gutter. I, not. It's not uh, real high on many people's bucket list. No. But this poem's Bring about the, the no. frailty of the human condition and how everything is passing and breakable, and and that's why you should probably get insured because otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
No, I mean, just I'm, I'm kind of of the opinion that I, I'm going to create art because I'm driven to do it, not because of fame or money. So whether or not I'm successful or not, it has no bearing on whether or not I'm going to to be an artist. I'm, I'm going to do it because I can't not. Um, so, yeah, if I get famous, cool. If I don't get famous, if I get famous after I die, I guess that's fine. I'll be too dead to care. But um Cool that I, I I would appreciate that other people would be able to enjoy the things I did and you know I I just want to make people laugh most of all. Well, it's a little maddening about it is that success um, not only sort of begets success on a sort of word of mouth level, but also like if you're a you know if you're doing well as a musician, like you've got your own studio and you can just like pick up a phone and be like, hey, I need an 80-piece orchestra for, like, a couple of hours to write, you know, to record this thing that I wrote. Like, your stuff's going to sound better. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, you're going to have opportunities that you just... Yeah. So, so your final output is going to be of higher quality, if, so it's this kind of self-propagating thing. There, there's incredibly talented human beings singing in subways right now. Yep. Okay. Subway stations, probably not on the subway. So, but they're probably singing on the subways too. Yeah, <laughs> just for giggles. Sing it everywhere. They're singing everywhere. Sing it out. <laughs> Gotta sing when the spirit says sing. I don't think. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I would. I honestly don't think so. You, um, you don't think you'd be an artist if you weren't successful at it? Oh, well, I, I'm not sure I would take that um, that bargain of knowing that like I can't, you know, that I wouldn't have sort of earthly success in exchange for having post-mortem success. I don't think I'd, so I'd take I, that. I wouldn't take it. Just I, it. There's a lot of people who are successful and well-known. And I mean, like, honestly, the Pantheon is pretty well stocked already. Sure. <laughs> I, I would take the question as it's written. I wouldn't take the caveat of I couldn't... I couldn't... Mm an artist now or or that you'd have to be poor or that I would have to yeah be penniless be penniless like I couldn't live like that yeah <laughs> I showed David some insurance sales some poetry and he's very confused right uh, now this is a weird poem of course it's one of my favorites awesome can I read it um I mean I, I guess I guess is like the what's what's the alternative to the offer here is that you can be super famous only after you die and unsuccessful all your life or what you could be a mediocre artist and, you know... Be moderately successful your whole life and... You could sell calendar art. Ooh. I, okay, I see, I see what you're saying. Well, given that, um... I don't know. I mean, I, I guess it's it's kind... I'm just thinking of it from, from the perspective of life. You don't get the option. You just you just make art and hope. So... But if if I were given that option, I honestly couldn't say which one I would take. Um, but I mean, I guess the guarantee of my work reaching more people after I died would be super cool. Um, so I'm, you know, actually come to think of it, this could be arranged. Wait, are we killing David? No. <laughs> like if. <laughs> I mean, people do have done crazy, crazy stuff in the name of fame. I mean, there, or, or for that matter, just crazy stuff, period. There was a, a famous incident in Germany where one person fetishized being eaten and another person fetishized eating someone, and they got together. Go. Oh. Yeah. We're talking about art, Steve. Right. I'm just saying that, like, there's somebody out there who would absolutely be willing to publicize their death in order to gain the fame that they wanted for their work. It would be interesting. It has been done before, actually. I, I, yeah, sure. I almost wonder if there was some... If Not there, for art, If there was, like, yeah. some person who painted prolifically or something and never showed anybody and left in their will, you know, I've got thousands of paintings, release them to the world after I die or something like that. How much of a boost... Do you think you can get, like, if they were terrible, obviously it's going to be novelty, but it's not really going to make them famous. Well, that's, yeah, that, that's, that, the, and of course my, my brain immediately plays devil's advocate to that and goes, well, how good could they get without any feedback if nobody ever saw their stuff? Hmm. Well, there's... They, did, they watched a lot of YouTube. <laughs> they just... They, they watched... Bob yeah, Ross. they, they watched sat watching Bob, Bob Ross. Ross. 
They're like, Jen's man, hurting right now. those are some happy trees. No, I love Bob Ross. Uh, Bob Ross got me into oil painting. Um, but he's not the path to superstardom. No, no, absolutely not. But but you will, over time, improve whether or not you have any feedback. It's you, all about practice. Yes. As you, as you practice, you will notice things right. in your own work and start adjusting and maybe it won't happen as quickly as if you had someone to help point it out but it will happen regardless yeah but I, I, well essentially i think feel like you'd have to dedicate a lot of your life to that and then not show anybody and it, it would drive you a little bit nuts but you would have to be a little bit nuts to even be considering doing that in the first place there's been people who exit well they were <clears throat> I don't know if they were intending. Like, there's a famous street photographer, but she wasn't famous till long after she was dead. Nobody knew she was a street photographer. She ran taking oh. all these photos. I remember they that. found them um, in like a sale, like a garage, not a garage sale, but some kind of estate sale. Hmm. And they, it was mostly negatives. When they developed them, they were just like astonished. They're like, these are amazing. And now she's a fairly well known name. Mm-hmm. And there were thousands and wow. thousands. I mean, yeah. It- yeah, well, Sean his, needs to look that up in Lincoln. I can't remember the name of the person. I know. We don't remember her name, but she's awesome and we love her. We'll, we'll dig up her name and post it on the website. Mm-hmm. And by we, I mean Sean. Yeah. So there, dig um, it up, not because she's dead. Yeah. Oh. Oh. No, but, I mean, there are plenty of people who prefer just sort of working quietly on their own, mm-hmm. and, you know, for purely for themselves, and that's it. Well, and it's interesting. One of the one of the best examples of that, whose work was actually very published and very famous, but uh, I would bring bring up Bill Watterson. Mm. He's one. He's somebody who never did it for the fame. He literally refused to merchandise. He there's like maybe one or two available pictures of the guy that you can find online, and he doesn't do interviews. He doesn't do it. He just became Left. famous because just because he wanted to create, and, and he made something he was doing beautiful. An amazing. Yeah. yeah, but he's one of the very few people who has truly walked that walk. Yep. <laughs> There's a. He did actually draw a couple things, like I think two or three comics, like a Post couple of years Calvin ago. And Hobbs, yeah. yeah. He, he made a. He made like a. There was some. I think comic documentary and he did a piece of art for it that was really cool and yeah yeah he he's done a few things lately he did um. What was it? He, I was, I, I looked up the guy because I was curious about him. He did, I think, the creator of the Pearls Before Swine comic somehow mm. got him to do a like a little guest week and didn't oh, tell yeah, anybody yeah. until after it was over that. Yeah. What? Yeah, which can you imagine? Like, as a comic artist, you're like, I just reached out to Bill Watterson and was like, Yeah, could you do a week in my comics? And he said yes. You're like, what? And that's how he died of happiness. Yes. <laughs> Didn't know it was possible. It's possible. So, okay, but we're thinking we've got photographers and comic artists, but there's got to be an artist. That... They're all over the place. Like, their, like a Their paintings are yeah. filling their attics or basements or mm-hmm. or whatever, and they're, paint, they're painting because they can't not. They're compelled. They don't necessarily feel the need to show people. They just paint because they have to. Well, we already brought up Van Gogh, who was... One of the prime examples of that. Yeah, but he did try to. <clears throat> he wasn't. It's not that he didn't care about fame. He did want to be able to sell his work or to make some money off of it because he wanted to be able to, I think, repay his brother. Am I getting some mixed up in my head? Well, also, everybody wants to eat. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. You got it. They don't. Then they're not around for very long. No, right. you gotta you gotta eat and you gotta pay rent and you gotta do all that stuff. And, and I mean, everybody who's wants to be solely an artist as a living has to. And that has not changed in a long time. Yeah, has to find make a way some to monetize money. it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and the purest way is just to be able to sell your work, and then there's less pure ways to do it. Like selling yourself. Wait, no. <laughs> Well, you sell yourself by getting commissions, getting finding a patron if you're lucky. Right, drawing art that somebody else is directing. It's the same thing with an mm-hmm. independent artist versus somebody who's on a record label. You know, it's you've got somebody else who has creative control over your work because they're paying you to create mm-hmm. and taking huge cuts of it. Damn the man! I have no more questions. Talk amongst yourselves. Okay. So you mentioned rent. 
that hasn't changed in a long time. There was an incident in, um, it's <laughs> like the 1600s or something like that. When they changed the to the Gregorian calendar from the old school calendar, they the reason they changed it was because um, January had kind of drifted to like. April or something like that because the calendar year wasn't quite wasn't the same amount accurate, of time as right. the actual year. And um, so basically one, like a pope basically said, uh, October doesn't exist. Uh, we're going to just follow uh, like August 25th with like September 1st <laughs> and to just like reset it to where it needed to be. And then from now on, we're doing this leap year thing properly. And um, there was this huge um, problem because, like, landlords tried to charge for that month of rent or, like, there were interest payments and there was, like, all of this kind of financial stuff that nobody was really sure what to do. And so I'm just trying to imagine, like, this poor broke artist surrounded by, like, all of his lead paints and God knows what else, like, mm -hmm. poisonous stuff that he uses to make Arsenic. imagery. Yeah. And, you know, don't, don't, don't. you owe me twice as much. Uh, huh? <laughs> Squeeze me? Hold on. Do you mind me drinking the paint? <laughs> it's like, yeah. oh, I, I've made a special portrait just for you. Turns it around, giant N-O. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's going to be. There have been historical F-U paintings, and they have not been giant N-O's. <laughs> Do tell. Do tell. I can't remember specific, but there are some, like, where they specifically painted somebody to be hideous and ugly in the background, but it was still a character of the artist, or a rival artist. Oh, that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, my favorite story comes from the Prescott, up in Prescott, the St. Michael's Hotel. It has these, like, they're not really gargoyles, but they're, like, reliefs of faces, and then they're circular, and they're, like, on the third story, up. it's three or four stories tall. Well, they had trouble getting the hotel built. People in the town back at the time was being built were convinced that the three or four story tall building would fall over on somebody and kill them. So the gentleman that was trying to build the hotel finally got everybody on the council and everything else, city council, to agree to it because he said, I will put your faces on the building. You know, we'll make it artwork. You'll be immortalized for all time. Yada, yada, yada. So when they finished the building, all the faces were shaped like gargoyles or caricatures. And they, so are, they, they are not ugly. fell into they the are, swamp. <laughs> they are very <laughs> ugly. That's beautiful. Welcome to the old west. <laughs> yep. This is like like mid eighteen hundreds or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. Probably before. Uh, Arizona was a state, but Arizona wasn't a state until 1914, so. Correct. Yeah. We're babies. Baby state. Really? We're over 100 years old now. That's not a baby. It's totally a baby. How old is Rome? Old. <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth. So, paintings. We would live in some. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You living in Andy Warhol painting, at least you'd have soup. And you go mad. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to imagine like the worst the, painting to live in besides Giger slash Geiger. But I, I feel like a uh, an Escher would be pretty tough because you couldn't get back out. Like you'd be going okay. down stairwells and you'd be going up infinite ladders. It'd just be like living in labyrinth, and you'd be like, "Where's the Goblin King?" Yeah, it'd be a little. I'd be down with it. Although <laughs> you know, it'd be pretty good in terms of like if your house were an Escher. Because then you'd have like storage for days, like in a small house. Yeah, It'd but be like how a, do you hang art on the walls? Well, you'd have infinite number. You just keep going up those stairs and be like, "Wow, this is great! I've got room for this one." Plus, the tiles can be like your pets, all the lizards, patterns, mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. All I can think of is the Terry Pratchett books, where he has the improbable architect who builds things that. I'm pretty sure it's Terry Pratchett, but the architect builds things that shouldn't exist in real life. Hmm. Like, he defies the laws of physics, and I'm not sure how he does it. He's that bad. Ah. Uh, 
I've met some and, and coworkers then... like that. <laughs> you, Mister, I lost everything. I walked into the room holding something, and I walked out of the room without it, and now it is gone forever mysteriously. That is a superpower. About to find lots of visits. I let, I I lost my phone in the fridge once recently. <laughs> yesterday. All right. Do we have any more art things to say, guys? Crickets. You're all staring at me blankly. I'm sorry. I was just we... looking at more artists. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was trying to think of like, I was trying to think of if I didn't want to live in a painting, like what's the worst painting? My brain is. Actually, what what's the guy who paints those like really irritatingly idyllic landscapes and has like. Thomas Kincaid. Thomas Kincaid. There you go. I feel the like painter of light. Yes. Yeah, I feel like that would be like the evil parallel universe to Bob Ross's universe. Like everything is like oh, what was that movie where the person found themselves in a 50s sitcom and things started turning into color? Oh, Pleasantville. I like that movie. It'd be really sort like of like movie. the horror movie version of Pleasantville. Like in all of his all of Kincaid's paintings, like I imagined that like and that it's little a, little building is like somebody who has like thirty corpses in their basement. <laughs> okay, they got really weird that's, really fast. That's interesting. I just, I, so, I just like, so cloying. You know, like everything is so like sickly sweet. So it's in like them. an arsenic and old lace where they're such sweet little old ladies. There must be corpses in the basement. Yeah. Like it's such Beautiful. a like creepy place. Like everything in those paintings is just a little bit Weird. I've never, ever, 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 ever thought that in my life. I have seen. But Thomas you can't tell me it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. I've just always thought that they were too idyllic. Yeah. Like, There's I, no whimsy. No, no, no. Just they were just too bland. Like here's a perfect scene of something. With light yeah. and a cottage and a bunch of flowers, and then maybe it's winter, so there's a layer of snow. Right. But whatever, you know. But yes, there's always like this nice little cottage, and and then I just always thought that's really pretty, but eh. too picturesque, not enough sublime. Yes, 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 yes. But now, thanks to you, Steve, I now have this image of if I were to walk into that little cabin there would be a little old lady like in a rocking chair and knitting a sweater out of all the hair she's scalped from the, all the corpses in her basement. Yeah. Well, no, it's like, to yes. me... Like a gingerbread cottage. Yeah. It looks good on the outside. Don't go in. Don't go in. Well, I mean, like, I can picture, yeah. like, the Bob Ross is idyllic in a way that, like, you know, a, a, a city perfect. planner might be like, or like a park ranger would say this is an idyllic little place, whereas like the Kincaid stuff is idyllic in the way that like Goebbels might envision it. The German. Yeah. Oh, okay, yes. It's like a little bit too, like those kinds of places don't happen like It's naturally. pretty, like that, like the this cabin is the... from Evil Dead is on the outside. Yeah, or like, you know, just like some adorable little Children will come out and be like, mm. "This is just perfect because we have designed it that way." Yeah, it's like, mm, no, that's fine. Yeah, little I've seen little this film, little day, go back have to you, city. Have Becky. you come to bring us your blood? Yeah. <laughs> just no. yeah. very pleasant, but murder. Something just deeply unsettling to me about all of those paintings, and they're hanging up in like the living rooms of sweet little old ladies all across the country. So I was trying to think of like children's books that have really. Like cool illustrations, like like Doctor Seuss. Let's go live in Doctor Seuss book. Like Doctor Seuss or E. H. Shepard, who did the original Winnie the Pooh drawings, oh. or Quentin Blake, who did all of Roald Dahl's work. With all those, those are freaky. Richard's. Those were, th- but they're so fun. Richard Scary. Richard Scary. Oh, he is. Uh, I'd live in Scary. Town. Those would be fun. Because like when you pack an airplane too full of people, it just kind of pops open. <laughs> it's fine. Oh, Richard. And you have. Scary. You have like adorable Lowly cat. Yeah, you have a, like adorable cat fireman. I just want to live next door to Loli. Which one's that? He's the inchworm. 
He's the guy Robin Hood hat. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> what about like who's? Let's see. Who, Mar- Martin Handford, who did all the Where's Waldo books, but they'd be too crowded. Yeah, that- <laughs> there's so much going on. It'd be fun, oh. but there's so many people. It takes them like seven years to do one book. What's the term for somebody who has a fear of crowds? Agoraphobic. Agoraphobic. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, that would be the worst world. For yeah, somebody afflicted with that. I have agoraphobia. And there, and it'd be, it have to, you have to put that person into the one where it's nothing but Waldos. You're evil. <laughs> like, I mean, we all kind of knew this because you kept trying to kill people during the teleporter episode of Panel Schmanel and other things. But, dude, I don't know what you're talking about. You're evil. I'm not. I'm just saying that that would be bad. I gotta stop letting you talk. <laughs> Buying you a muzzle is what I'm doing. Oh. <laughs> what? A, I'm now trying to think of like artwork that really struck me. Uh, I fell off the wall and hit your head. Yeah, yeah. Somebody ought to hang that better. I want to live in a velvet. Black velvet painting. Somebody, okay, so this... this the music is going to be awesome. This, this uh, one guy I knew, I went over to his house one time. He had a velvet enterprise what? up on the wall. Oh. That is, like, epic on so many levels. <laughs> Isn't it, though? I mean, it's one of those where you're looking at it and you're like, I, I just got to walk at that and I go, is that? And then I look closer and I'm like... Did it have... Stars on the velvet. Oh, this was, in the back this was years ago. Because um, I was thinking, like, the velvet would be great for space, but it'd be really hard to put stars on that stuff. They make it work. So, I mean, I really, I really can't decide. Like, I'm seeing this picture in my head, and I can't decide if having it in your house would mean you were winning or losing. Please tell me it was the original Enterprise. I think it was. Okay, because that'd be a little weird with like the Enterprise D. Like, I don't think it'd work. It'd have to be, like, the 70s enterprise. I want to be the sort of artist that plays black velvet paintings and then is, like, like intentionally kitschy, intentionally bad taste, and knows that they're hanging up in people's living rooms. Like, like there isn't a guitar in that universe that doesn't have a wah pedal? Um, I'm not sure that all black velvet paintings would have that. I mean, there's some sad clown black velvet paintings. <laughs> but yeah, I think it'd be a lot of fun to do things that were like intentionally kitschy and bad taste, and then to make money doing it. All right, apparently Google Image Search turned up this for this is a black velvet Starship Enterprise picture. Is it the same one? I, 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 like I said, this was years ago. I just remember being impressed by it. I don't remember the exact details of it. But still. I'm trying to decide, like. You would have that in your house. My no. house is full of nerdy things. Dude, we've, we've got art of the Serenity crew as kids in our We do, and bathroom. it's adorable. I have B-movies posters all over the living room. We do, and they're awesome. I don't, I don't have we enough have art hanging in my art house. in the office. We do, and it's super cool. I've got, like, nerdy posters. Some and people think that Black Velvet Enterprises are super cool. Uh, it is, but I don't think it'd go with our decor. You'd make it work. If somebody gave you one of those, you would hang it. No, but if you give me a Black Velvet Chewbacca painting, I would make it work. <laughs> that, I think, could be done, yes. Like, okay. Why does Black Velvet Chewbacca go with your decor more than Black Velvet Enterprise? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I yeah, can't no, I can't. I can't you like it either. Chewbacca more than Enterprise. <clears throat> I'm I'm not sure. I think maybe. Uh... I think there's a little bit more whimsy there. Yeah, it's a little weirder. But you're like, because <laughs> it's just Chewbacca. It's not like it's like it's not like this the Death Star. I feel like Wookiee just matches the decor in the living room. It would definitely match all the animal hair. <laughs> <laughs> we have three cats and a dog. Yeah, uh, I, something about, um, okay, the reason that that painting works so well with the Enterprise on Velvet is because that 70s vibe is super strong. Uh, and the 70s vibe just really does not 
jive with what we've got up. But uh, Chewy, uh, I, I think it's just a little bit taken out of that, that context, just enough to be able to put it into the living room. And that's all I have to say about it. Okay, then. <laughs> so we now get you a velvet Chewbacca. Life size, please. <laughs> 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 oh boy. In case you were wondering what I wanted for Christmas. Please, God, no. <laughs> I'm just gonna put it inside. Like one of the closet doors, every time he opens up, this is giant Chewbacca yeah. looking at the open the closet door. <laughs> <laughs> You know, we'll have to do that in the bedrooms so that every single time I open the closet, I can make sure to like do so when you're asleep. <laughs> Come on, it's eight o'clock. <laughs> that time to wake up. I think a Wookiee yelling in your ear would be the best alarm because you would wake up. <laughs> I would not want this. You're just, you're just laying in bed and I was like, okay, I'm getting up now. I know. All you can picture is like space explosions. Oh no, I know the world. Would it be one of those ones where like it gets progressively louder? So it's like, and like just gets louder and louder. I'm done here. <laughs> Have we gone completely off the rails? Well. Jen, you were looking things up, did you? (laughs) I was. I was looking up how to correctly pronounce Giger, which is Giger. Oh, we were wrong! And I I told you, I did it wrong for years until I found out and then I was properly ashamed. um, Honestly, I am properly ashamed. Um, Because that is the, the, I could not live in any Giger painting, I would want to destroy it. They're all a right? little bit horrifying. I like I, I, out. Well, hold on. Now I now I'm curious. Okay, I have to Did say. he ever paint anything that you would actually want to live in? Because maybe there's one. I don't think he ever did any landscapes. He well, has did, some did, architectural drawings where they like it's just like the inside of a building or whatever. It's still vaguely creepy, but it's not like. I don't mind creepy. It's just when everything looks like it is... Alien body parts? Alien body parts. And bones? Yep. Boners, yeah. (laughs) Tell me I'm wrong. No, no, you're not. I just can't believe it's pronounced Giger. Giger sounds like a Dr. Seuss word, and Giger sounds scary. (laughs) What? That looks like a dick with a head. What? uh, I mean, a real head, not just a dick head. <laughs> Sorry, I thought I was like, "What?" No, what? why are you showing us that one? You were supposed to find a happy one. That's not a happy one. That is not a happy one. I was like, "Why are you looking at Ted Cruz?" <laughs> like, what's he possibly have to do with this? No, there's... is there any non-creepy Giger paintings? Sean, new quest in life: non-creepy Giger paintings. Find us something non-creepy, or just commission one from him directly. He's dead. Oh. Well, that's going to be extra difficult. I think he's dead. He this looks like this mausoleum must be amazing. Yes. Goodness. Oh no, I, I, I'm pretty sure I just saw his grave turn up in. What? Or wait, maybe this is. He's making that up. Dave, you're getting my hopes up. Oh, that is not real. I don't think that's real. Or it's just a big fan. Yeah, a fan could have had that commissioned. Sure. I mean, th- you think about all of the, like, big Mary fans. What? You Bob Ross painting. Somebody photoshopped Bob Ross painting a your face. He would never. He wouldn't. Bob Ross is too nice for that. The happy little alien. That's E.T. <laughs> I just want to know, did A. Eager ever do anything not creepy? It's going to show up like it's going to be like the He died work. May 12, 2014. There you go. So Artwork, Penis Landscape, Necronomicon 4. Wait, Bio does Mechanoid. it literally say Penis Landscape? Yes. Artwork. So now we know. We've all agreed. We're taking a vote. Giger. Nobody wants to live in a Giger painting. 
No, I'm still looking. There's, it's still all horrifying. Horrifying. <laughs> horrifying. Have nightmares tonight. Horrifying. No amount of ice cream's gonna make that better. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> you underestimate the power of ice cream. I know, I'm just doing like a general search, HR Greg Giger work, and it's like, uh, no, 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 no. Yep. No. Alright, I'm calling it. Alright. We're gonna just, you know, relieve Dave of his misery of trying to find a non-scary Giger photo painting. Oh, God. Giger art. <laughs> she found something else. <laughs> that's terrible. Alright, so, that's our show for today. Thank you to Steve. He's just looking <laughs> sad. <laughs> Well, you were, you, I'm worried that this is going to be like the last time you let me talk just because, you know, I think that, what was the artist's name? The terrible one that I think was inspired by, like, Nazi propaganda. Oh, Thomas Kincaid. Yeah, just because I think You that, turn everything creepy. You turn everything creepy. Everything I touch turns to creep. And, I, uh, I think, that's terrible! I think Giger has you beat. This yeah. is very true. <laughs> okay. So true. We're still wrapping up the show. Jesus Not gonna let Steve talk again. And thank you for thanking him anyway. And also thank you to Jen. Howdy. I mean, so long. See ya. <laughs> She's staring at her phone. I, I gotta stop looking at Giger work. God, why? He's oh, I'm sorry. I'm his technique, his execution. He's is so beautiful. Cool. It is so cool. It's just the subject matter. I personally find disturbing, and that is just it me is as a viewer. Super disturbing. Oh no, it's all disturbing, and it's supposed to be. Yeah, like, you know. I, I, I don't think he was trying to create something pretty that people would feel happy with. Like, I think he, he was. Didn't go, he didn't go to his grave thinking I was so misunderstood my whole life. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't. He, wasn't just he was not sitting his thing going. And here's some happy little fallacies. He's like, I right just here. wanted to be the next, you know, Ben Frank. <laughs> Lisa Frank. Or Lisa Frank. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why everything you touch turns to death. HR gear just sitting there. You just going, always bring it back to like German Nazi propaganda somehow. <laughs> I can just see him painting xenomorphs humming tiptoe through the tulips. And tiptoe through the tulips with me. Say goodbye, David. Goodbye, David. Thanks to Baja Arizona for letting us, edible Baja Arizona, for letting us use their office space. I'm not letting you talk anymore. And don't forget, you can look up all of Sean's homework at panelschmandel.com. Skip over the Giger paintings. Seriously, don't do it to yourself. My name's Rachel. I'm out of here. <laughs>